0: Welcome to You Lost Me at Namaste, where we discuss all things wellness, well-being, and spirituality at the real world 101 level. I'm your host, master energy healer, well-being expert, Michelle Schoenfeld, and I am so thrilled that you're joining me for this special episode where I get to interview my mentor. Usually, honestly, I just can't even explain how excited I am to introduce her today, her name is Teresa Lapore from the UK. She has an amazing website called Zen Healing. So before I go any further, welcome to You Lost Me at
1: Namaste, Teresa. Thank you so much and thank you so much for inviting me on the show today. I'm very excited to talk about all things spiritual. You know, I usually
0: don't get tongue-tied. I love speaking and just even introducing you. I was tongue-tied because I can't explain to the listeners enough what an impact you had on me and my waking up and Ascension process. Like, I I don't even know if you realize what an impact you had on my personal life.
1: (laughs) So this is such an honor. And for me also, you know, I think it's really important to know that whenever there's an interaction, it's always two ways. So I feel exactly the same way, you know, the whole thing with, you know, whether it's teacher, student, I'm uncomfortable with that because I always feel like, the teacher learns from the student as much as the student learns from (laughs) the teacher. It's it's an equal, it's an equilibrium to me. So thank you so much also for teaching me because every session you do, as you know, you learn so much and you develop so much and you evolve so much. So thank you also for that.
0: It's so true. And before um, we tell your story and I share a little bit about my story, my evolution from you, I think it's important to tell the listeners today that it is Zen healing. They can find you, of course, on Instagram, your website. I'll put all that in the show notes and we'll talk Thank about you. it later. But you are an intuitive energy healer. You're, you do reiki healing, crystal healing, soul readings. And for me, I'm not sure if you're doing this anymore, but light worker mentorship. Um, and so your background is very diverse. It's very deep your wealth of knowledge and intuitive gifts are spectacular. So for people listening today, this woman is really really an expert and as she taught me, it's not that she learned it, it's that it's intuitive to her. It's how she was born, it's how she was incarnated, it's her natural being. She's not somebody that's taken a million courses to learn this, although courses of course you've done, but it is who you are. You are in an intuitive healer by design.
1: I- <laughs> Describe that so perfectly, Michelle, because it's almost as if, and the same with you, you know, you come into these incarnations with a soul purpose and a soul mission, and with things that you want to explore, and you know, your personal evolutionary process. So, it's exactly that you've described it perfectly. You know, of course, we do um, on our journey become curious and want to do courses and want to evolve further, but it, it is internal, you know, it's an internal process, it's an intuitive process. So, yeah, that's a fantastic explanation that you've just given there.
0: Thank you. Thank you. So um, I would like to hear a little bit about your story. So you are an intuitive healer, you do private sessions, you've done this for a long time. But professionally, you didn't start out that way in this life
1: correct? No no. in in terms of my actual sort of career up until this point I didn't really start to do any energy work until my 40s and what happened was I became pregnant quite late in life I had my child when I was 42 years old so when I had my maternity leave it was like an open space for me to kind of have that freedom in myself and in my energy and it was after my son was born that I then started on this process it was almost like you know I'm sure you've experienced this a previous life and a future life and that was the turning point for me to move sort of from 3D consciousness into 5D and that was my period of awakening and I think my um, pregnancy and the birth of my son and everything else had a lot to do with that because you change don't you you change absolutely you
0: change it's so, so beautiful to share that part of the story, because I've said a lot of times on the show that a lot of times for us healers, um, or for anybody out there who's waking up and going through an Ascension, but specifically for healers is that we had something that was the catalyst for us waking up in this lifetime. So it could be trauma, it could be, um, an illness, it could be an addiction. There's something that was life-changing for me. I'm open about it. It was my cancer. Um, My cancer journey and going through this tumultuous divorce at the same time, but it was really that cancer that like my whole life changing, I'm a different person now. And it's so beautiful for me to hear that yours was the birth of a child. That's so beautiful. Talk about new
1: beginnings. I feel like, I feel like we choose our awakening and and our ascension and our themes that we want to explore. Throughout our lifetimes, you know, and I just feel like with mine, I've chosen to sort of evolve and ascend at that age because I do feel like in order to do this work, although it's intuitive and although it's internal and everything else, I wanted to have a really good grounding and I wanted to be able to understand myself as a person. And I don't think I would have been able to do that in my 20s or my 30s. It had to be in my 40s because you don't really evolve as a woman. Fully, I don't think, you know, until you sort of midlife and you've experienced life, you've cleaned your vibration, you know, there was a lot that I had to clean up in my energy before I could go on to become a healer. And so I feel like in my contract, if you like, that I'd yes. made free birth coming in, um, I feel like I decided to do it at that age, if that makes sense. I think everyone has their age, don't they, that they reach their ascension. And in the same way, I do honestly believe that we choose things like, for example, your awakening with cancer. You know, people choose trauma. They choose different experiences as their wake-up point to kind of go, now I know who I am. Now I know I'm connected to universal energy. Now I know that I'm part of a bigger picture, you know. And we all have our personal um, I, I like to call it like a movie. Almost, it's almost like we all have a personal movie, don't we? And we do. It's our story.
0: story. It's our
1: it's story. story. It's, exactly.
0: Um, it's really interesting. Like a lot of the things that we chose or that we go through in our life, we chose before we came into this life. Absolutely. But we just don't remember it until um, us. absolutely. And absolutely. there's a reason for that. Interestingly enough, I did not know your age. In your, I knew your story, but not your age. I'm 49 now. But my cancer was at 42 as well. Wow. Very interesting that it was that it it was both of our our choice. And there's I just got goosebumps because it's really amazing. Same. (laughs) Yeah, that I love it. Um you know, so I'm I agree with you. And the time is that, you know, when I was going through some past life regressions, um and one of them was like, when do I remember the last time this was in the beginning, you know, before I'd gotten healthy and awake and like really understood what was going on when I was very confused, right around the time I met you, when I was just a sponge searching for a little guidance in this waking up process, because it can be disorienting and confusing. And absolutely, and I remember somebody asking me the last time I truly remembered being happy, like just that, like optimistic. And it was at the age of 23. And it was clear as day what it was. And so between 23 and like 42, of course I had happy moments. I had two children. I have nice things with my friends and family, but I wasn't in alignment with my life. I wasn't in alignment with who I really was. And I was always searching. I was never, nothing was really good enough. Um, And I don't mean that I wanted things better. I just felt like something was missing inside. Maybe I looked in the mirror and maybe I was pretty, but I didn't feel pretty. Maybe I looked at my nice house and I was appreciative. I had a beautiful house, but it didn't feel like mine. And you I feel like home. It didn't feel like home. Nothing Absolutely. really felt settled in my life. And there was so much like angst and almost like uh, uncomfortable sadness. Even though I wasn't sad, there was just this lingering, not feeling connected, which now I know is I wasn't in alignment.
1: Absolutely.
0: I had to go through all that, just like you had to go through, because if we knew that we were going to wake up and have this amazing connection, then it would have been pointless because you can't yes. learn the
1: lesson if you know the outcome. Exactly. And the thing is, we, we come in with this intention and what happens is, you know, society as it is tells us that we need the big fancy house and the relationship and the children and the, and the car. And, you know, we need to make everything perfect. So we achieve all that because we're, you know, fantastic at manifesting, and we're fantastic at creating. <laughs> we do all that, and we get there, just like you. I got there. I was living in San Diego at the time. I was married. I get there, and I'm miserable. I'm absolutely miserable, because I've forgotten who I am. I've forgotten my soul purpose. Right. I've forgotten. I'm so disconnected from my own internal truth and authenticity and reason for coming into this incarnation that we don't know that but we know we're disconnected and we don't know why we feel this way and so that is when we begin the waking up process because it feels wrong all this perfection that we create feels wrong and it's so confusing because you're like I have achieved everything that this society tells me I need to create why do I feel like absolute crap you know exactly exactly like, that's when it begins and we start to then dissolve what society has told us. I don't know if your experience was the same, but I incrementally began to dissolve everything I'd created because it didn't feel right, you know. So at that point, I'd walked away from my marriage and then, you know, decided that I wanted to get into um energy healing and start exploring my spiritual side because it's almost like a magnetic pull I don't know if you feel the same way absolutely you it's like you can your curiosity is so insane about these topics that you just feel drawn and it's almost like you're following your own intuitive lead and as you do that incrementally There's no big plan as such, but as you incrementally follow each impulse daily, you then start to walk back towards yourself and come back into union with yourself, which I'm sure is exactly how it happened for you also. Um, And it's so confusing. It's so confusing. It is. It's so
0: confusing.
1: I feel like a large part of my work now is, you know, I tend to attract clients that are in that place. You know, they've created everything. They've done everything. They're really successful, you know, on paper. (laughs) And they're like, I'm totally lost. I'm really miserable, you know. But on paper, my life looks fantastic. And then it's about, for me, sort of guiding and navigating them through that process back to themselves. That's all it is. It's just a walk back to yourself to sit in the, the seat of your own soul and just feel at peace that you and your inner being are connected fully, if that makes sense.
0: It does make sense. And I think it's important to point out now because um, probably at this point, about 70% of my listeners around the world are women and a large portion are a little bit younger than us. And of course there's all ages, all ethnicities, all genders, of course. But it's really important, I think, to point out that this can happen at any stage in your life. And for us, it happened to happen in our early 40s. um, We're Gen X, but there's a lot of baby boomers out there as well that could be 60s, 70s, even 80 years old that are having their awakening or believe it or not, the best days of their life in this alignment consciousness haven't happened yet. Absolutely. Life's not over. It's happening because the earth is going through an ascension. We're all waking up at different times, but just because you haven't woken up yet and you're older doesn't mean that you're not going to or Obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably already there to some degree, but you're excited to learn more. It really is there for you. It's coming. And the flip side is I have a lot of clients now just in the last year that are in their 20s or early 30s that are so much more awake than I ever was. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love it. This gen, um, um, the millennials, but the Gen Z, these new little baby lightworkers and starseeds are waking up so much earlier that because the earth is going through this ascension, you know, it's wonderful and it's beautiful. So don't let numbers or where you are in life really make a difference at all. It doesn't matter when
1: it's your time. I do feel like, I do feel like the next generation are so much more woke and so much more connected to their inner beings and so much more... Um, rejecting of what society is imprinting upon them you know and it's fantastic so it's fantastic to see you know we're reaching a point where we're becoming you know gender neutral where people are just able to express themselves fully without any of that societal pressure to conform and it's absolutely amazing to see to be young in this uh, current climate, I think is incredible in terms of your self-expression and just, you know, loudly and proudly being whoever you are. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. So true. Absolutely.
0: Um, the fact that spirituality is becoming so mainstream in conversation to the younger generation is wonderful. And I don't know, did you watch the, um, Netflix show out of Canada called Shit's Creek?
1: Yes, not oh. all of it, but I have watched a couple of
0: seasons. I love it. Well, Daniel <laughs> Levy, I love it. It's so funny. If you're looking for something, just feel good and happy, short. It's a great show. Nothing to do with spirituality. But the creator, Daniel Levy, who is the main gay character, I just saw um, an interview with him. He was at Pride in New York and his shirt said, I'm into the wine, not the label. And that's all he said. And I just love that because that's the same for people and for us and for like, really? I'm into the person, I'm into your being, like your true essence. Yeah. I don't need the label. I it didn't really need to know if you're like gay or straight, of course, but light worker, star seed, earth angel, awake, not awake, old, young man, woman, it doesn't
1: matter. It's energy, right? Energy is currency. It's the consciousness. It's the consciousness. Your body will tell you when you are in the presence of another if their consciousness is lit, if it's pure, if it's energized, if it's streaming, you know, and if it's open and receptive. You know, in the presence of any person that you are around, where their consciousness resides you don't need to ask many questions you know you, don't, you exactly. can sit next to somebody in a doctor's waiting room and you can know that person intrinsically without even speaking a word to that person and this is what i try to teach um, more so in workshops now than than one to one healing is that we are all energy healers we are all gifted you know we are all consciousness My work now is about helping people to understand their intuition and their receptivity and their ability to manifest and their ability to create more so than it is actually about reading individuals or healing individuals, because Because that's very much a case of, you know, I feel like I'm a healer and I can heal you, which isn't the case, you know, we all are healed by, you know, universal light, you know, by the sun, by all of these other factors. So my work now is more geared towards helping people to recognize their personal power and their ability to uh, basically be in touch with themselves and who they are to to accept who they are and to just keep generating this good energy—it's almost like we're manufacturers of energy, you know. It's so true.
0: I, I, one of the big, I want to say one of the biggest gifts you gave me, but you've given me so many. Oh, um, bless you! But that was one of them. Is that because I was so searching? You know, I'd done a lot by the time I came across you, but I was also really like, I—I I didn't. It—it um, it didn't resonate. Is real yet. I knew it was real, but I just, I was lost. I knew it was there. I loved it, but I was lost. And the one thing you said to me, well, one of the things you said to me is that not only you know, I'm a earth angel, star seed, a light worker, you saw all these things you're like, but you're like kind of the top. You're like this light here, but you taught me that we all have the ability to heal ourselves. So you're like, I could work with you over and over, trust yourself you have it in you you know it's there and then so you helped me as a light worker mentor but you also helped me like you just said tune into my intuition and trust if my body wanted to move a certain way if i needed to take a cold shower if i needed to whatever i needed to do to ground to go outside like to start learning how to trust the energy i was feeling um At the time, you know, I was having some issues with my medication. I was coming off of cancer. Like I thought I knew what to do, but I wasn't sure. I needed a little validation. I didn't have the confidence yet. And you did such a great job at helping me trust myself. But really hit home that we all have the ability to heal ourselves. We all have it. And
1: And we we all have the same thing. We all have the ability to solve all of our queries all of our questions through that connection to higher self and divine consciousness it's just an intermediary you have divine consciousness you have universal energy you have your higher self and you have your lower self so lower self is physical higher self is the one that's like the middleman if you like the wholesaler and you know and then you have divine consciousness and as long as you connect into that to a point where you're not having to do it through meditation or through mantras or through sound healing or or through any of those things when you get to a point where you're always connected to that. And what I say to my clients is, is literally intuition comes in the purest form through impulses and through pull, magnetic pull. If you are drawn to something or if you have an impulse, it doesn't matter what the impulse is. It can be something ridiculous that doesn't make any sense. You know, it could be to move your furniture around that day or it could be to, I don't know, uh, go and get your hair done or whatever it is, whatever you feel to do, your higher consciousness, is directing you always in terms of shifting frequency, clearing your energy and keeping your energy flowing in a balanced way. But I think what we do is we shut down the impulses yes. through conditioning. So, you know, that you know, doesn't make sense. Right We're
0: like, how can that make sense? Like, that's not practical or it doesn't make any sense. That's making sense. I You're like, no, you got to trust it. You can't ask Absolutely. for guidance and then not
1: act on it, not trust Absolutely. it. But the higher self just gives us an impulse to do something that will release resistance in the energy when the resistance is released and the portals open to receive whether it's etheric wisdom or or whatever it is the impulse is to put you into that state once you're in that state the intuition starts coming in and the the uh higher consciousness starts coming yes So the impulse is simply to release the resistance you know it's so interesting to me how people shut that down you know they have an idea of something so for example it might be something completely random like I really feel like I want to go and get an ice cream right now you know I'm sorry what For example you might think i really want to go and get an ice cream right now for example (laughs) and you will immediately shut that down with oh i don't know there's a lot of calories in that or you know it's not very healthy or it's got too much fat or whatever it is you immediately shut down that impulse but the higher self in a simplistic form is trying to get you to do something that will release you into a free energetic state because I, i don't know anyone that can sit and eat an ice cream that isn't happy you know, I mean, I've never seen a miserable person eating ice cream. No. And who knows who you
0: might meet when you go get that ice cream. There could exactly. be somebody there that you were supposed to come across
1: for whatever exactly. reason. It's so
0: it's, you just got to trust it. It's like, okay, I don't know why I'm supposed to get ice cream at, you know, eight o'clock at night, but I'm going to flow with it. Why not? And then you Absolutely. run into somebody amazing, you know, Absolutely. Um, I will say, I don't know if you remember, because I know you have a lot of clients over the years, but, you know, going back several years now when, um. We're sitting, I'm sitting in my kitchen. So you live in the UK. We're yeah. doing this similar to now, um, like a Zoom, Skype type situation. You're in the UK. I'm in my big suburban house outside Washington, D.C. And I don't know if you remember. what I you remember. You remember? I ah, I okay. Remember, absolutely I'll, I'll remember. let you
1: share it then. <laughs> Basically, your energy shines so bright. And as I was talking to you in that setting, all I could see was a dissolution of all of that around you. It was almost like it's not a match, none of this material. It was almost like it was like holding you back to a point where it was almost like a cage or like it just felt encompassing to me. And it just felt like you needed to completely, completely Just be you with no material or physical restraints. You know, I remember we talked about the kids and everything and I said, you know, it's okay for you now to start flying free and start moving forward because it felt like that that part of your life had served its purpose, you know. And it was just time for you to shift into a whole or the frequency, you know? And I know there's a lot of fear for women in terms of all the logistics of everything that you have to do and everything that you have to control. But sometimes those periods when you let go of everything are the most exciting periods of your life because you create a blank canvas and this whole, you know, this whole open space to recreate in your authentic vibrational frequency. So, in order to do that, you do have to dissolve everything and shift everything and go, right, let me get a fresh piece of paper and start mapping out who I am authentically with nobody telling me, you know, I'm a mom, I should do this, or, you know, I'm an employee, I should do this. It's those restrictions that take you away from yourself, you know. But with you, I could see you were so connected to yourself energetically. You know, it was like the brightest light, but then everything else around you in the physical just had to catch up with that, if that made sense. It does.
0: And I think I was at the point, if I had spoken to you six months prior or a year prior, it would not have resonated. I'd have been like, oh, that's nice for her to say, but there's no way. And I'd gotten to the point where, again, the universe, my higher self led me to you totally by chance. You're in the UK. I didn't know you. I saw you online, thought I'll book a session, we'll see what happens. And it was like, boom, resonated as truth. There was I felt so much pressure and you're right, it was like a cage. Meanwhile, it was this big, beautiful, opulent
1: cage, but it was still a cage. Absolutely, it's like the princess in the castle, but she's not allowed to leave. That's exactly Exactly. it.
0: And I'd worked so hard for nearly 20 years to achieve this style of life. And then to hear that I needed to let it go to really come out and be who I was meant to be just even like i said six months prior i wasn't prepared to hear that but for whatever reason that was i believe like november and again i'd lived in this house for almost 20 years and just done a huge renovation and addition and it resonated so much as truth and just you saying that and the vision that came to my mind felt like freedom and i literally six weeks later put the house on the market and it sold the first weekend Right away.
1: Absolutely.
0: I knew that was going to happen. And then like had to do an estate sale, which was a complete nightmare and watching the things that I loved go and reminding myself, no, you don't need that. You don't need it. And I really didn't, you know, and I know energy can be held in wood and metal and I was surrounded by all this wood and metal and old energy. And of course I kept, you know, some things there's of course, some things I didn't purge everything, but probably a good 80 to 90% purged. I went from a very large, you know, five bedroom, three floor home in the suburbs to a tiny two bedroom city apartment. And I didn't take anything with me except for one thing, everything I got new and fresh because I just felt the need, as you said, yeah. but it really it opened up. And I looked at that as my transition like this. I'm just going to do this for one to two years to kind of heal, to breathe, to trust the signs as they come to see what's going to take me next. I never thought of it as this is like you know, the next phase of my life. I'm like, this is just an in-between. I'm just going to be open to whatever comes. Cause I knew I was in this transition process and it, you know, there was hard times. There was days of tears for sure. And you know, where I really questioned, really questioned this trust. And I, I did trust and I kept moving forward, but it wasn't that it was always easy, you know? Um, and there's roadblocks and there's setbacks, but the overall trajectory was forward and up and it felt so good. I felt like I had these huge, big, beautiful wings that had been like pinned in a corset for so long that once they came out, it was just like the most freeing, like amazing. Like, I, I just can't, it's like when you see a butterfly come out of a chrysalis literally and it sits there for a few minutes and flaps them back and forth while they dry you know, it was just that feeling, that amazing stretch. And then boy, once I realized how like high and far they could fly, you know, here I am in Bodrum, Turkey, never in a million years, the suburban housewife. It's amazing.
1: Spa, I love this story. This is amazing. I right?
0: think I would end up in Bodrum, Turkey doing energy healing and public speaking and helping other people wake up and find their gifts and, and trust them. And, um, and
1: this is you know, it. you know, we, we come in as consciousness And we come out as consciousness when we come into these incarnations, we don't bring anything with us. You know, we don't bring anything with us and we leave everything behind. Ultimately every single one of us walking this earth is going to leave everything behind at some point. So what's the difference if you leave it behind in your twenties or your thirties or your forties to, to experience that freedom, because you can experience that freedom as you come out anyway. You know, we create these prisons and it's the maintenance to maintain these prisons That really is what disconnects us from the self because we become so obsessed with maintaining everything that we've created, even though it's not authentic, because we don't know who we are without those things. Right. Right. And then we're able to look at ourselves in the mirror and see really clearly who we are, why we came in, and what it is we actually wanted to create in this experience, you know? What it is we wanted to experience, what things we wanted to uh, explore in this lifetime, you know? And I just think for a lot of us, it is a hard process because we don't know who we are without those things.
0: Yeah. Oh, look for like me. To- like, I had to be stripped down. Like, again, this is what I chose, right? And not only did I... Purge and, and and lose. Like I did lose, even though I mean it felt like a loss at the time. All my like physical possessions, even down to like a condo in my beach house, and you know, it was the same time that my children were also growing up and leaving the house, and like, but I lost my hair. I lost my look. Like everything about me, my whole body changed. I look in the mirror now. And I'm very appreciative of the package, but it does not look like the package I had before.
1: There's a, I am a different person for sure. Do you believe, Michelle, do you believe that that experience was your body speaking to you and saying, you've got so far from who you are and why you came here, Michelle. You're walking so far from who you are and what you want. And your body tells you, it's telling you we're disconnected. We need to connect back up to who we are and why we came here and when you start to do that is when all of that begins to come into alignment yes and And it's the same for many people whether it's physical ailments whether it's emotional whether it's mental whatever it is they're experiencing Mm -hmm. they are creating these this uh experience through their disconnection from their higher purpose if you like you know and when I say higher purpose I don't mean it has to be some big great thing that you want to achieve you know it doesn't have to be uh anything connected to status or you know writing a book or you know becoming a, a movie star or whatever it's just a basic experience that you came in to create and when you start meditating and taking a step back you can remember you know, it's about remembering. It is
0: remembering. It's waking up. When we say waking up, it's waking up to remember your true essence, your true self, yeah. who you are. And so when you say that, um, yes, I think that that was, I think there was a couple times earlier in my life that I had the opportunity and I didn't take it. I didn't realize. So I kept having to relearn that lesson over and over until finally, like, it wasn't just a feather, like annoying me in the face. It was like, a brick to the face. It was like, okay, enough's enough. It's time to wake up. You have a lot of work to do. And what I love about it is there's stages, just like there's stages of like maybe grief when you, somebody passes away or you break up from a relationship. Again, I feel like when you truly are awake, awake and connected, you don't go through those stages as much because you know that the end is not really the end, right? And we know that things happen for a reason, but until you can get there, those kind of things can be very difficult and painful. And ascension waking up is kind of the same way. So there were times early on where I was sad that I lost so many years. I was like, why did this happen at 42? Why couldn't it happen at 30? Or like, what, how did I like, you know, I thought I had this life partner and that's not the case anymore. And I don't want to be single at this age. And I really wanted the, the, my marriage to work out. And it didn't like all these things, like how can I give up the house? What, what if, what if resentment, uh, um regret uh like all those low vibrating emotions then you get to a point where you're like oh my gosh like it makes so much sense and i'm so grateful for all of it if i hadn't gone through all those human emotions that i chose to experience in this life even though i didn't realize it if i hadn't gone through them the way that i did i wouldn't be able to talk about it and help other people understand yeah. and to help other people with their issues because i feel like that's part of my role in this waking up is to help others. And so I needed to experience it firsthand. So I'm so grateful. Like, you know, people say, you know, how can you talk so positively? Um, not being too personal, but like my ex, right? It was a very difficult divorce and, and difficult several years leading up to it. And it's like, boy, do I love him so much. like. I do. I am so grateful he chose me and I chose him with these two amazing children. And, you know, five years ago, I would have told you a very sad story about our marriage. Now I can tell you a story of just resilience and evolution and growth and things go the way they're supposed to go. But it took a while through the process Because it it needed to come from a place of love, like that self-love, when you know that everything is connected and it's not good, bad. It's not punishment, reward. It just is. It's just like loving evolution.
1: And also you have to release any judgment from any sort of relationship that goes through these hard times because it's all perfect. You know, when we have a certain level of consciousness and we attract a matching level of consciousness at that time, and then we evolve, it's a natural process for one person to evolve differently to another and that, you know, it's a natural chemical energetic reaction. And I think as women, you know, and as mothers, especially, we tend to give ourselves a hard time about, you know, in inverted commas, a failed relationship because it isn't a totally. relationship. it yes, doesn't feel good. an evolution, you know, and, you know, this is a big part of my work because I'd experienced, um, a lot of trauma in childhood and of course when you you know when you become an adult you have these patterns projected to you within your relationships for you to realize that you need to do some work and you need to do some healing so of course sometimes these situations are going to be turbulent or chaotic because it's just a mirror projection just letting yes. you know that you still have some cleaning up to do in your vibrational frequency and that you still have some work to do in terms of realizing that it's all perfect. It's all dynamically perfect. And I think and it's never done.
0: We always have work to do, no matter how exactly. big we are, we always have to keep maintaining and cleaning. And it's like you clean your house and it's clean, but you have to
1: maintain it to keep it clean. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You don't clean um, it and then clean it again the next year, you know, it's a daily process and it's the same. Exactly. And as you get more, everything's
0: more cleaned up, you start noticing things you didn't notice before that also need to be cleaned up. So (laughs) um, I could talk about this all day with you because I just really, really love you. And the Lightworker mentorship you did is so valuable, but I would like you to share a little bit about what you actually do um, for your clients. So I saw that you are Angelic Reiki Healing. You offer that. Can you explain what that is a little bit?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, Reiki is universal energy. It comes under many, many different... labels if you like whether it's chi whether it's universal life force you know whatever it is at the end of the day it's consciousness so you know i try not to get too tied up with labels because the work that i do now is just about energy consciousness and realizing that we all are manufacturers if you like we're all little you know factories of our own um energetic vibrational frequency that we put out like a radar you know we're transmitting and receiving all of the time so my work now is about personal responsibility and accepting that wherever you are whatever you've created you know you've done that you know that's your creation that's that's your masterpiece your life is your masterpiece and it doesn't matter where you are in that masterpiece it doesn't matter if it looks murky or if the waters are clear it's all perfect. And it's just for me about um, exploring consciousness with individuals and having them understand that there is a higher consciousness that they can connect into any any day. You know, you don't have to go to a yoga class or to an energy healing session. You can do it as a daily mindful practice. If you- You help
0: teach people how to do it themselves. So if somebody books a session with you, yeah. On the angelic Reiki healing. Yeah. You're going to use your intuitive
1: de- gifts to help the, them. It depends on the individual because everybody's obviously we're all at diff- different levels in, of consciousness and we all <clears throat> need different things at different times. So some clients might just come for an energy clearing. You know, they might just be having a crazy time and they just want a little bit of an energy sweep and they just want to get rid of some negative energy. You know, other clients that will come to a group workshop because I have, um, a cabin, um, I have a home studio and I do group workshops where basically we do energy clearing, we do different topics, you know, whether it's connecting to universal light, whether it's channeling your higher self, whether it's, you know, uh, automatic writing, understanding your psychic ability. So I do different things, but it all depends on what, whatever it is that that person comes for at the time of their evolution and level of consciousness. Because everybody's different, aren't they? Everybody's in a different place. But in terms of the um, angelic healing, for me, it's just about opening up in a safe space, (coughs) excuse me, opening up energetically in a safe space and inviting loving guidance and universal uh, light, angelic realms, however you want to label it, to basically put us back together because we get a little bit loosey-goosey, don't we? We get our, yes. our energy and our aura gets fractured. It gets, you know, holes in it. It just, get, You know when you're just out of sorts and you're all over the place? Absolutely. In terms of breaking, it's just allowing angelic, uh, universal realms to pull us back into our own synchronistic and correct vibration. Balance,
0: help us get back balance. into balance. Absolutely. Yeah. Everything in life is
1: about balance.
0: Absolutely. Um, and then you also do crystal healing. So, would that be around yeah. the same? It's just another modality of healing. Do you yeah. like, consult with people like what types of crystals would work best for them and how to use them?
1: Yeah. I mean, with the crystal healing, you know, it's the same with any vibrational healing, whether it's sound healing, you know, whether it's crystal healing, it all works on the element of vibration. And it just means that when we get lost in our balance, we can have something physical that can entrain our frequency back up to the state that it needs to be in you know what I prefer to do is to teach people to do this by themselves without a singing bowl or without a crystal or without the stuff absolutely yes first and foremost it's about follow your intuition follow your impulses get your self-connected to your high self but if you're going through periods that are especially tough that's when I incorporate crystals because I feel like the crystal Vibrational frequency is is a quick fix if you like. So if you need to get balanced quickly and you haven't got time to do a twenty minute meditation, you go for a run and have a salt bath and all the other things. Right. You know, a crystal is going to basically get you straight really quickly. You know, because so in that-
0: the crystals, do you have a favorite kind of like multivitamin
1: crystal? Like, if- I
0: mean,
1: I'm I'm partial to upper chakra crystals, which is anything pink, lilac white anything in the upper chakra realms because i feel like to me those colors symbolize the higher realms and the higher frequencies in the angelic realm so i'm a big big fan of rose quartz amethyst you know angel aura or any of those crystals that are taking you up you know i have
0: a big huge rose quartz um bigger than a grapefruit that was my grandfather's actually Wow! And outside on his property and a little like altar he was he was a very with it awake man wow, um, and when he, when he passed it was the one thing i asked my aunts and uncles if i could have and i have it and i have it on my windowsill in my bedroom in washington dc and i put it out over, under the full moon once a month um i, I love rose quartz and then i'm going to show you here on camera those of you listening can't see it but i'm going to show Teresa. i brought um, kind of a large amethyst with me when i came here three years ago um, on the plane because I just, I felt like it, I was packing and I saw it on my dresser and I was like, that needs to go with me to Turkey. And I didn't question it. I took it and it sits here and I do the same thing. I, every once in a while I put it in the sun. Sometimes I give a little bath. I always put it out under the full moon. But when you said the pinks and the purples and the, that's exactly what resonates with me as well. I love my rose quartz. I love the amethyst. And then the other one I love is, um,
1: selenite just for helping to kind of clear the like chalky whites Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yes absolutely fantastic crystal for clearing energy and for clearing um, all the crystal energy you know you can put all the crystals on the selenite to clear the energy of the crystal but crystals are a fantastic go-to to pull you back into alignment quickly and sort of efficiently if you like um, and they're just fantastic to have in your presence, whether it's around the home, you know, I keep them in my car, I keep them in the home, I have them in the garden. They just communicate with each other almost, you know, in terms of crystal grids, they communicate with each other and they create a safe, high vibrational, energetic realm around you so that you can create your own sanctuary. And you know that when you come into that space, you know, you are home, you're home to yes. yourself. So I'm a big believer in having um, a select space in your home Um, that is dedicated to just feeling calm, you know, and in that space, having anything around you that brings you into that calm state, whether it's crystals, your journal, a candle, you know, whatever it is, plans, just having one part of the home that you know that when you're feeling particularly anxious or overwhelmed, you can go into that arena, and the energy is already set in that space. So it's almost like you walk into that space, and you sit in it, and that space will automatically regenerate you to a place of calm without you consciously having to think, you know, I need to meditate or I need to do something. It's just nice to have an area that you can know, you can just sit in and you don't have to do anything. You can just- You
0: you also do consulting- um, on the different crystals. And I believe you have on, you have a store, you sell crystals. Is that correct? Yes.
1: Yeah. I have an Etsy store. Um, it's an online store. So, um, I don't particularly like the idea of having an actual store because you've got to remember crystals, once they're cleansed, you program your crystals. So every person that comes into that store that is picking up the crystals is, you know, it's picking up on everybody's energy. So, um, my setup is I have a cabin at home with all the crystals in and it's glass fronted it's just like a log cabin it's glass fronted so they are consistently charged by sunlight and moonlight every day and they're not being handled by people so when they're in the studio and then I post them out I know that they go into that client or to that customer in a clear energetic state ready for that customer that receives yes. them to program that crystal um, I must send you some. You must uh, give me your address and everything after, and I'll send you a look. I
0: would pack. love that. That'd be great. And I'll yeah. include the link to your store in the show notes um, for Thank anybody you. who wants to get crystals from you or wants to know more. In fact, um, I'd love to have you come back on the show and maybe do a show just on the different crystals, like a 101 kind of resource on crystals. Would you be I interested? I would love that. Yes, I would love that. That would be amazing. Fantastic. Harika. That's great in Turkish. <laughs> Um, I would love that because you know the show really was designed initially as a 101, which is basic level college course, just like basic level. And if you like it and it resonates, go to the internet, go to your bookstore, wherever you want, and learn more. But this is just to give you little snippets of information. So I've done shows on what is a light worker, what is a star seed, what is an earth angel. Um, I've done a little bit on crystals, but not a ton. A lot on energy healing but I've never done a show dedicated just to crystals because that's not my specialty. Yeah, so I would love to have you back on. Oh, fantastic. Um, Okay, so believe it or not, we're getting close on time. I would love you to also, if you don't mind, in a few words, tell us a little bit about your soul reading sessions. You also provide soul reading sessions.
1: Okay, so a soul reading is basically a read of your consciousness and and your energy at this current point in time. Because obviously, you know, we evolve... Sorry, let me just um, move the tablet one second. We evolve continually, don't we? So it's almost like a read on where you're at um, and what your sort of it's really hard to explain. Acacia sure. record, Acacia record is basically everything you've ever experienced at any point in any incarnation and that's held within your aura so when i do a soul reading i'm able to sort of look into that person's energy and see who they are who they've been and who they are projecting that they would like to experience within this incarnation so it's almost like past present future if that makes sense
0: yes Um, absolutely what's happened
1: what's happening and what will happen yeah and obviously with some people they're such old souls and they've had so many incarnations it would be completely overwhelming to do a read on every single incarnation they've ever experienced so usually what happens is I will be shown maybe two or three significant most significant past incarnations that would be most helpful to this person at this time if that makes sense absolutely usually when this happens it's really interesting because people will have an affinity with certain things that they don't understand. So for example, when I moved to New York, I lived in New York for a couple of years. For example, uh, people would ask me for directions and I, I knew where to send them, you know, on trains and things like that and streets. And I didn't know, I didn't know how I had this information. And I swear it must be because I've had a previous life in New York, because I had this affinity with the streets and just walking around. It just felt like it was home, you know, and I feel that way. Also, when I'm in Spain. So I feel like possibly I've had incarnations yeah. in those places. So usually when so get information, they'll say, you know, I'll say, oh, you know, you've had a previous lifetime here or there. And they'll be like, oh, my God, you know, I'm obsessed with going to that place. And they'll already have a strong magnetic pull to those things without understanding why. So I'm sure you're the same. I'm sure you're the same. Oh, you can't explain. As a kid,
0: we'd, we'd go to Europe in the summers. I went with my dad and my grandparents. It was I'm really appreciative for those summers. And it was always this like kind of Bavaria, the area of Germany um, that I was so drawn to. Like, I just felt like I'd been there. I would draw pictures of the buildings. I'd put my hands along the stone walls and when we'd be there. I would need a lot of alone time, which is really difficult because I had two little, um, brothers, a half brothers, and grandparents, and we were all in one van traveling together. And I would need this alone time because it just felt like this homecoming. I and I didn't understand it at the time. I just knew it felt good. Then, when I came to Turkey, the first time I came to Bodrum, Gamushluk, several years ago, I flew in at night, had no idea where I was. I was coming to help a friend plan a wedding. Um, I woke up in the morning, saw the sunrise over the sea in this little area called Gamushluk, which has the sunken city of Mindos, dates back 2,500 years. And I knew it. I'd been there. I knew it. I knew I lived there. And I was like, I still to this day, I was just there three days ago because it feels like home. I don't need to live there now, but I need to go there. You know, I'm filming this TV travel show. It was really hot. And it was the end of the day. And I wanted to go walk out into the water, which is pretty far. And there's this submerged wall of the city just a couple feet under the water you can't see it but i know it's there and people go and do this but my photographer my cameraman who has you know 30 years experience doing war photography could not understand why at the end of the day i had to go out there and so he followed me out and i stood there and he later said to me the next day that once i stood on there is like he saw a whole other person like all of a sudden my energy was back i was like my eyes were bright And, you know, we've been filming 12 hour days. Like we were exhausted. This is, you know, day four and because it feels like home, right? Because I know I've lived there before. So when I was going through my cancer treatment and I was working with a hypnotherapist doing past life regressions and finding the source of my pain, this other modality I've talked about and the most prominent past life, it was from the 1600s. And I lived in Southern Germany. Wow. And, And it was clear as day. What I saw was exactly the stuff I'd been, and then. It made so much. I was like, oh my gosh, no wonder when I was 16 and 17 years old, I couldn't explain why I loved this area of Germany so much. It didn't make any sense. You know, like, yeah, it's beautiful, but most teenagers would rather be like on the beach or in the fancy resort or this was just like countryside, nothing spectacular, but it felt so good to me.
1: I mean, it's um, all resonance, isn't it? It's all
0: resonance. Yeah, it really is. It's really amazing. Um, well, let me ask you, I don't mean to put you totally on the spot, but I definitely feel like, you know, we had some scheduling issues. I haven't spoken to you forever, like literally a couple of years, you know, and but meanwhile, I feel like I just spoke to you last week because we have this soul connection, yeah. um, but there's, you know, I think it's happened for a reason for sure. And I'm so glad to share you with the world uh, because people need your gifts But I'm wondering if something personally, is there something that you personally see for me? Or like, are you getting any kind of like a message or intuition about me?
1: that I just feel with you at this current state in your consciousness, consciousness, it's almost as if, there is still so much experimental energy within you, and what I mean by this is—it's really hard to explain. But you know, when you're a teenager, right? And you're almost <laughs> like excited all the time because you're like, you know, you haven't quite discovered all of your experiences, and you know, you've got this sort of uh, sort of uppity excitement. It's—it's it's really hard to describe. It's almost like you have still have so many experiences to have that you haven't tasted yet. And it's really exciting to me because it's almost (laughs) like zooming back to being, you know, 14 years old and that kind of openness, that openness to be able to allow things to come in to your world with no judgment because as we get older there's a whole lot of judgment that seems to be attached to things you know whereas when you're like 14 15 years old you don't have that level of judgment everyone that comes to you and everyone that comes into your life you're open and receptive to receive and that's how you feel in your current energy state at the moment it's almost like all of the prior judgments have gone I'm not saying you're a judgmental person that's not what I'm saying no it's normal it's human nature as we are yeah and human like when we live a certain life you know when we have children and we like to do things properly and you just as a mom especially when your kids are younger you know you suddenly become more judgmental than you were when you were 14 years old and everything has yes. to be proper and perfect and correct and you know gluten-free and dairy-free and you know sodium-free and, and it's always like with your energy right now, it feels like you can throw caution to the wind and just re-experience all of these things with that purity of having a youthful soul and a youthful heart and a, and a, a younger consciousness. Does that make sense? It's like you've already done the It living. does. It you've does. Living, Thank you. Yeah. But this is like a second gift for you. It's like you're allowed to experience it again. I'm a little bit jealous right now. <laughs> it's, it's like you're going to get to experience it again over the next five years and have that sort of intense you know, that intense feeling you get when you fall in love when you're young and you don't have any of the fear and the, you know, yeah. heartbreak and, and all of that going on. And you're free and open to just fall. That's how it feels like the next few years are going to be for you. It's just pure and it's open and it's free. So keep me posted on that. I'm, <laughs> a jealous. I'm a little bit jealous right now, honestly. <laughs> You're
0: so sweet. Thank you so much for that. Um, you know, you're you're such a um, a gift to this to this world oh, and to thank our. Thank you. and same. Same. And I feel the same way about you. Um, thank you for that. What you just described is exactly how I feel. Um, I I, I tell people sometimes I feel like I'm 23 all over
1: again with my life. Most people don't get that twice, Michelle. You're really blessed right now because (laughs) I I like I literally can feel the feeling right now. When I was when I was 23, that's you know same again. That was my best time because I'd moved to Ibiza. I was like just working, you know, in Spain. But you moved to where? To Ibiza? Yeah, I worked in Ibiza (laughs) for three summers.
0: When I I was
1: that age, you know, just working in the bars and just being loosey-goosey and free and not having any responsibility. And that's the feeling I get for you going forward. It's just this ultimate.
0: I never had Um, that. I never went to New York or California or Ibiza. Like, So it's funny that now,
1: 20 years later, that's the experiences I'm having. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the thing with age. You know, age is nothing but a number. We can't put any kind of conditions on age, you know? It's almost like... You know, society tells us that at this age we should be settling down and you know, you know, getting an allotment patch and you know, yes, exactly. <laughs> oh my god! And you know all that. But no, absolutely not. You are reliving your uh, your fullness of your soul. That's what it feels like. You're getting that it. is the most beautiful thing. Yeah. Compliment or
0: intuition, like living the beautifulness of my soul. The fullness, the fullness of my soul. The fullness, the
1: fullness of your of soul. soul. Yeah. It's almost like it's just gonna be so receptive to fill up with all things good because we we have our own resistance, you know, we control our resistance. Yes. And in your energy right now, there's none. It's beautiful, which it's rare to see that in anyone, you know, because we do all have resistant thoughts and conditioning and patterning and all those things. And at the moment, yours is like <laughs> so <laughs> I'm you. loving this right now. Very I inspiring. Do feel like-
0: Thank you very much. I, I want to put that out there to everybody: is that we all have this ability. There is learning how to clear the clutter, peel back the layers, and tap into that alignment. And you know, the days are there's more. Oh, and it's eleven
1: eleven now. Just so you know, oh I know gosh. it's not there, but in the UK it's eleven eleven. And right here and it's one and ten. it's one eleven here, so it's eleven eleven for
0: you and one one for me.
1: Love that. I mean, one
0: eleven for me. I'm gonna screenshot that. I love it. Um, which is interesting because you're Zen Healing 111. So I love that we're doing an interview during all of this. Very like, thank you, Spirit Guides, for giving us this message. Yeah. Um, what, what I was saying when that happened, so I'm going to go back because it's resonating, obviously, is that all of you out there listening all have the ability to get to this place um, where I am, or even better, or whatever is meant for you, whatever is meant for you to bring you happiness, joy. Um, alignment, balance, more of those days where you just wake up and you're so excited for the day. We all have that ability and it, it takes work and it doesn't have to be super hard. It might be, but it doesn't have to be, but we all have the ability to find it. So I encourage you to, you know, trust your intuition and be hopeful and like, just know that there's so much more out there. Like you're born for a reason. You're born to be happy like, you know, happiness and joy is your birthright. And again, like I said, it doesn't mean that every day is great, but um, the overall is like, this is a really beautiful life and we're entering into a beautiful time. Things are just gonna get better and better, which is hard to understand coming off this pandemic, but it really is. This is kind of like a cleansing process and it's just yeah. gonna get better and better. Um, I am incredibly grateful. I, it's interesting cause I also have some of the uncertainty of a child, of not knowing what's ahead of my life, but with the wisdom of what I've learned is that I trust the universe. I trust my higher self and I have no idea what tomorrow is bringing, but I trust that it's going to be good. And if it's not, it's an important lesson that needs to be learned. So that's also good. Um, And then also I'm digressing a little bit, but I wanted to say today is that we are such powerful manifestors right? Like you said, all these things that you got in your life, you manifested. It might not have been exactly what you wanted, but it's what you thought you wanted.
1: And yes, now it's exactly as, what you thought you wanted. Exactly. Right.
0: And now as you're more wise and a healer, you're aware of what you can manifest. You're aware a little bit more of, of asking for the right things. Yeah. Um, and I
1: think with manifestation as well, my mantra now, and it always has been really is, you know, simplicity because it's about the experience and not about the things and you know we get caught up with the things and it doesn't matter at what stage you are in your manifestation it's not it's great to manifest beautiful things don't get me wrong that might be somebody's intention and that's why they came into this incarnation but it's all clutter at the end of the day it's all clutter and you know when you pull everything back and live really simply I remember we talked about this in uh, in one of your sessions it, it was about knowing that you can live extremely minimally and heighten your energy because you're not tied down to anything you're not um, you're not weighed down rather than tied down you're not weighed down to maintaining something your only obligation is to refresh your energy daily and to keep your engineering intact. And when you do that, everything else starts shooting into your reality anyway, because you have no resistance. Exactly. So it's almost like you don't have to manifest. All you have to do is maintain your vibrational state and then things just keep popping in. You'll think of something and it will appear li- quite literally. Oh my gosh. So yesterday I have a friend here, Aisha,
0: and we didn't have plans. We just made like, well, at the end of the day, it's Saturday, You know, at the end of the day, if you don't have plans, I think I'm going to go um, to this place in a nearby village It has some nice music and nightlife. She's like, so let's reconnect at the end of the day. She said, unless of course you end up on a hundred meter yacht, then like, you know, it's like she made a joke. Like we're going to get together tonight. Yeah. Unless of course you get an invitation to go on somebody's hundred meter yacht. Yeah. So I'm not even kidding. I went to have lunch with a- another friend Talal, and he's like, I have so much work to do, but you can come and hang out on my dock by the sea. I just needed the water you know? And I was like, great. So I go hang out on his dock. We're there. He's like, I don't feel like working. I know this beach party. Do you want to go to this beach party? It's Yeah. I was like, sure. Let's go to the beach party. We go to the beach party. We're there. And then, and I'm just thinking, I'm looking at all the yachts out in the water and I'm like, wow, you know what? I never was really into that, but boy, are they beautiful. It's interesting. Like how nice would that be? I swear, as I'm thinking that he comes up, he said, Hey, one of my clients has his yacht in the Harbor and is inviting us to his boat for the rest of the day. And they it. send the dinghy to pick us up. And so I message her. I'm like, remember when you said, unless you end up on a yacht. I
1: love it. And this is a perfect example yeah. of your energy state right now, because that <laughs> wouldn't happen for most people, but because you're in this energetic freedom, those things, those portals are open for you to just go, okay, okay, okay. You're literally at a point in your life where if you just said, okay for the next five years, you wouldn't have to do any work. It would just all kind of manifest around
0: you. (laughs) Thank you. And that's what I need to remember is like, not eye on the prize of specifics, but just on the feeling. Like that good feeling of alignment and abundance, whatever is meant to be for my higher good, but my true like soul purpose is like just being open and not questioning as the doors open in front of me. Yeah. So I will say that to all of you out there is that just be open, to the doors when they open, have the courage and trust to walk through them without judgment. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. You know, so at the I end know. The day, I'm sorry, go ahead. At the end of the day, it's just that, um, I think that point that you're at now is the most powerful position to manifest in. It really, really is. So just keep following your impulses and just keep listening to your higher self. Just keep Satiating any impulse or desire that you have, no matter how bizarre or random, just trust that, and everything else will just keep going up for you.
0: Thank you. And back at you, my darling friends, because there, you have so much to give. And um, you know, I would say make sure you're also taking time for yourself, because sometimes I have a feeling that you forget to put yourself first as Absolutely. well, even though you know better. So I'm giving you permission and reminding you.
1: You very, you're, you're a very good inspirational uh, moment for me today because I want to be in the place that you're at right now. So I it's will coming. Be it together. is coming. It is. It's interesting. You said five years
0: for me, I feel in two or three years when we have a conversation again, your life is going to be very different and much lighter and more open. And, um, oh, and it, it's, I, that's what I'm feeling. I'm feeling lots of blues and greens and like light and sparkle. And it's really exciting. I, some of the dark heaviness stuff of everyday life is going to start to fall away from you as well. Um, Amazing. And you know, you are such a gift, like I said to your clients, and it's been a long haul with what's been going on. And so it's time for you to take some time for yourself as well. And just be like, <gasps> spread that your wings, baby good. girl. <laughs> <sounds good> today. <laughs> Um, well, I hate to say that we have to go. I know you have a busy day. Thank you for giving us this time today to Thank be on the show. Thank you for inviting
1: me on the show. And we'll absolutely do one um, with regards to crystals and crystal meanings and everything else sometime soon.
0: That would be fantastic. And I, again, I'll put your website in the show notes. I want to emphasize to everybody listening that Teresa Lapore from Zen Healing Um, offers private sessions and I never talk about like prices or sales on the show. This is a non-for-profit non-advertised show, so we can keep it fair balanced. And I will say that her sessions are probably the most reasonable that you will find. They're real, they're authentic. They make a difference. And I know that you charge very little because you're really there to help the people who are drawn to you. So if listening to this podcast, you feel drawn to her, go to her website. You'll be surprised at the value.
1: Thank you so much for that. You're welcome. I really appreciate that. Thank
0: you. You're welcome. Again, so do you have anything else you want to say before we
1: go? Or Just that it's so lovely to see your face. You know, it's so nice to connect with you and to feel your energy and to know that it doesn't matter how long we go without speaking, that whenever we connect, it's like we've not been apart. So that's lovely. So thank you for that.
0: We're definitely, um, you know, from the same light tribe. Like, it's just wonderful. <laughs> Absolutely. We are. Yes. hundred yeah. percent. I'm so glad we found each other. All right. So um, that's a wrap for this episode of you lost me at Namaste. I'm your host, Michelle Schoenfeld. Thank you again, Teresa, for joining us. Thank you. And until next time, know that you're loved, you're worthy. The universe needs your gifts. And until next time. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs>